Pandemonium Reigns. Yo, and welcome to Pandemonium Reigns. Got a very special guest with us today because it's been a it's been a stupid week because schedules are stupid. So Mike has done a episode on his own, but good friend, good pal, had a good experience with him last time. Jonathan Parrish, everybody, say hey. Hey, 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 how's everybody doing? So, JP, my dude, it is the third Saturday in October, and it finally after. Gosh, 16, 15 years, however long it's been. Um, you and I are probably coming right out of adolescence. And mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Close, but close yes. to it. Yeah, I got you. Maybe, it, maybe you. I've got, a, I've got a few more gray hairs than you, brother. <laughs> I think you only got me by one year, though, if I remember right. Mm, okay. I don't we'll do remember. the math later. I really don't remember. But it finally feels like this game means something after years. And yeah. Uh, there, there are other big games this weekend. You've got a, you've mm-hmm. got a Penn State, Michigan. You've, you've got, you've got you an LSU, Florida, but nobody yep. seems to care because everybody is talking. Oh, Tennessee and Alabama. Hey, hey, they, they wrote Dolly in for game day, so I mean, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be rocking in Knoxville for sure. I have made the decision already because I will be there with Mike and another buddy that I'm just yeah. going to stay in Knoxville after the game, no matter what happens, because there's bound to be naked people and couches on fire, regardless of what happens. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a little column A, a little column B. Um, it really just depends like what body is on fire. You know, it might be a body, <laughs> might be a couch. You just yeah. never know. And you're Especially not going to be able to see anything because there's going to be smoke due to the cigars. So that's correct. Correct. Nobody's, yes. nobody's well, going to know maybe, what's happening. Maybe, maybe cigars. Maybe. I, I fully expect Alabama to travel well, and if even yeah. if ten thousand people are smoking a cigar, that's a lot of cigar smoke. So yeah, there'll be there'll be some puff puff pass for sure, <laughs> one way or the other. One way or the other. Oh now, man! Now, wouldn't for me, you know constant asthmatic i have to you know not partake in the frivolities of the third saturday in october in october winds in the past but i've done my fair share of partying i hear you hey speaking of asthma do you still introduce yourself the same way hey i'm jp i have asthma and i'm an eagle scout i mean i mean yes uh depending on the company you know i don't roll up and meet somebody at work i'm like hey jp I have asthma and i'm an eagle scout <laughs> boss you know i don't do that but end it with yeah, roll tide now the, Roll Tide, yeah, that was yeah. the patented uh, college, post college, you know, just keep people on their toes. I got you, I got you. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, man, as a as a uh, <clears throat> as a big time Alabama fan, Michael dubbed you as uh, the biggest Alabama fan he knows. <clears throat> That's um, I, when I heard that, I thought that was was quite the compliment. Um, <clears throat> it, I mean, he's probably right. Let's be honest, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, I, that was that was very nice for him to say that he uh, he his everybody needs to go listen to his uh, his little twenty minute thirty twenty five minute spiel uh, on the game is really well done and mm-hmm. he brought up a lot of great points. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely carrying the Pandemonium Reigns podcast for sure. <laughs> Back hurting, you know. <laughs> so listen uh, through an Alabama lens, just kind of yeah. generally speaking here, how are you feeling? Going into Neyland, I did not mean for that to rhyme, but it happened. Well, that hey, you know you're you're pretty talented, Dan. <laughs> Got to say, um, you know I think I'm. A lot of it's going to depend on who's coming up play quarterback. Yeah. You know if if it's if it's Bryce at fifty percent, if it's Bryce at eighty percent, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to feel pretty good. Um, but I'm, I'm going to feel okay with, with Milrow. I mean, I think, I think if you, you know, if you look at that game last week against Texas A&M, we, without the two fumbles, that game's over, easily over. Sure. And he, he struggled. He experienced a lot of anxiety in the pocket. And I mean, you know, it's, it was, it was a nice for him to get his first start at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M's front seven's pretty good. Caused, caused a lot of problems, mm-hmm. but we were still able to, you know, run the ball. And I think one of the things that I'm more confident about in this team that I have been even the last probably two years is offensive line play. I think that they've, uh, I think they've done a, a much better job. Seen a lot more improvement from week one to now mm-hmm. this year than I have, you know, probably since 2020. So um, pretty, pretty happy with that. So that, that's really the first thing is Milro going to come out and play or is it going to be Bryce? I'm, what I've heard is that uh, like, like in baseball, uh, Bryce has been on a pitch count all week. Basically he's throwing, he's throwing the ball around, but he's not, you know, going out practicing you know, throwing 80 balls, he may be throwing 20, 30. <clears throat> so, you know, I got, I got a feeling that Tennessee's going to, you know, that's one thing Tennessee's going to have to use game plan for both because they're very different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Milrow's going to bring the boomstick whenever he can. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe he, he probably could do a, could have done a little bit better job of that. And I think, I'm not sure if Bill O'Brien did a great job prepping for the Texas A&M game. I feel like he, that he called way too many, developing plays where Milro needs to be like, Hey, give me a hot route. If it's not there, go skedaddle. Let me skedaddle. A lot of what we saw with Jalen hurts in 16. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Though. I will say Jalen was a better passer. Absolutely. No question. Just, you know, much better passer, but, but at the same time, you know, Jalen, Jalen came from a high school that was, I think Jalen came from maybe a Fort Worth area suburb. Maybe mm-hmm. Dallas Fort Worth area suburb that had a you know football team that was all about passing, and I mean mm-hmm. he, he wanted to pass like mm-hmm. regardless of how good he was. He went, and, mm-hmm. and Milrow he played at KD Texas, and and that offense was more about hey you're the best player in the city, get after it, you know. Go make a so, play. Right, and so they've done a good job coaching him up, I think, but he just experienced a lot of anxiety when he was in the pocket. I mean, you could tell, mm-hmm. you could tell if you watched any bit of that game. So that's going to be really. You know, is Tennessee's defense going to be able to, if, you know, if, if it's Milrow playing, are they going to be able to stop stop us from running? Because, dude, Jameer Gibbs is a stud. Yes. A flat-out stud. Like, uh, yes. you know what? <laughs> you're going to you're gonna watch him in person and think, is that Alvin Kamara out there? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, know. really. I've heard the comparisons. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's a Danielson comparison, which, you know, I know he's your best friend and all, but – it's actually pretty apt. I mean, it's a pretty apt comparison. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, I have no problem with Gary Danielson. Actually, it's it's oh, Michael that that gets his yeah, yeah. feathers all in a in a pickle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. He um, I've I've always liked him. I mean, I liked him back when he couldn't get Tebow's name out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, because because he goes to practice, he watches practice, he picks up on things, and the guy over the last ten years has called more plays before they've happened. Mm-hmm. Probably I think he's pretty good at his job, honestly. I think yeah, I just don't yeah, like I don't I don't think people want to agree with what's being said. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and he's works for CBS, so he's paid to like pump up the best teams. And it's just so happened to have been Alabama a lot. But yeah. 
the year that LSU won in 19, I mean, my gosh, couldn't get Joe Burrow's name out of something else. So it's right. not, it's, you know, it is what it is. Right, right, right. So so we talked a little bit about, you know, Milrow. Now, if Bryce is going to start and he can hit the intermediate, you know, intermediate throws, the short passes, if he can, um, <coughs> excuse me, if he can get out and, and really not take hits. Mm-hmm. Then I, I also like our chances. I mean, I think I think I like our chances. So that's really the offensive side of the ball. You know, I think if, if our offensive line can establish the run and uh, you know make make some second and six, second and five, mm-hmm. you know, third and four, something like that, then we got a great chance. <clears throat> Going back to the Texas AM game for a second, you said that if you guys don't fumble, that we're looking at a very different ball game. I want to add to that and just say if you guys knock down two field goals. Also you're look, true. you're, you're yeah. looking at a very different ball game, right? Uh, which, also, which is kind of crazy because he's been pretty much he's been like the best kicker at Alabama in your you know, history. It's been like, yes, yeah, it's been <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. it's yeah. been like, oh, Reichert's coming up to kick. Cool, I'm gonna go get something to drink. You know, exactly, exactly. And another thing, I think people are. And, and tell me whether you agree or disagree. People are, are dismissing a And M altogether because of their loss to Appalachian State and 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 they're, they're, they're hardly of a win over Arkansas due to the kicker, you know, doinking the top of the field goal post. Anyway, oh man, yeah. the, the national media and fan bases all over the world are dismissing A&M, and I'm, hitting, I'm sitting here saying their biggest issue is actually just quarterback play. That's right, in my, yeah. In my mind, because defensive line, really good. Linebacker play, oh, yeah. really good. Back end, yeah. really good. They've got yeah. a, an absolute stud in the backfield on the offensive end. They've got dudes on the yeah. outside, especially yeah. this, this true freshman, Stewart. <clears throat> they have oh, a really he, good offense. He mossed on, on the fourth quarter on that last drive. He mossed – I mean, Taron Arnold is – he's a true freshman. He's a stud, mm-hmm. and he straight up mossed him. I mean, just wait. Thank you. So I'm sitting here going, well, we have one of these every time we get beat in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I mean, here it comes. I'm telling you. <clears throat> but with all that said – a&M across the board, across all these position groups are, are, are really solid. And you know what? As a Tennessee fan, I just don't think we're, we compare that way uh, at, at, at every position group. The difference between us and an A&M is quarterback play, right? right. Uh, offensive play calling are your two biggest differences. Yes, Jimbo, Jimbo's is still stuck in uh, 20, 2013. Yeah. Um, um, and Jameis is not coming out, right? And and Haynes never King, know, you never know, never know. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, I, you know what, Jameis Winston, you're you're right. You absolutely just <laughs> never, may, know. never know. He yeah. he he does not. <clears throat> he's he's something else. But anyway, with all that said, the the the, the biggest difference between us and and A and M is 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 quarterback play and offensive yes. play calling. So. <clears throat> Look at it and comparing, and I understand that this game is not a well. If Alabama beats Team A and and um, actually let me reword it this way: if Team A beats Team B and B team uh, beats C, then A should beat C. Well, that's not just how this game works, no, right? No. There's there's this is what, not a transitive property game. You're right. Ex- that's yeah, that's the big fancy <clears throat> word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So, um, with all that said, you can't even really hold that to the fire you can't compare that like no. that that doesn't really matter because two very big differences 
is we don't know who's rolling out for quarterback at Alabama. Yes. This game right. is not in Tuscaloosa. It's in Knoxville. So if it is Milrow, what is he thinking before the ball is snapped? Because yeah. listen, listen I, w- I was there in for the Florida game. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. he's doing. That's I what was, he's doing. <laughs> yeah, hands to the ear. I was there for mm-hmm. the Florida game, and that was loud. But Michael told mm-hmm. me, he said, this this was not 2016 Florida loud. This thing is about to be bonkers. I'm, I'm serious. Couches on fire and naked people. Regardless yeah, of what gonna, happens, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great test for the team. I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like as a as a fan of good football, like I'm excited to see how we handle that. You know, you haven't past, been great on the road for the past. No, year we and haven't. Half. And you know, you, you go back five, six, seven years. It was almost like we, our teams were mad that fans even showed up to watch us play when we'd go to Knoxville or we'd go to Baton Rouge or. You know, it's like you go to Auburn, who knows what's going to happen because of the voodoo. But but especially Knoxville and, and Baton Rouge, I mean, it was like we just would go in there and it didn't matter. We just take care of business. So you're right. The, the, the teams of the last couple of years have maybe lost a step there. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they're able to – even Athens. I mean, we went down to Athens a couple – the last two times we've been to Athens, I mean, just utter beatdowns. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know – you're right. That's going to be – it's going to be really interesting to see if the team is up for it, if they're prepared, you know, mentally. I mean, it's going to be a – it's going to be a mental game. Let me ask you this. So, the spread is currently sitting at seven. I believe it's dropped again. Yeah. It was, was seven and yeah. a half. Uh, I think it yeah. started at eight and a half or possibly even ten and a half. Yeah, there was a couple books. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Asthma. A couple books I think <laughs> did have it at ten and a half before the Texas A&M game. And then after the Texas A&M, I think it's seven and a half, eight and a half. So, sure. <clears throat> so okay. So with that, with that said, that tells me Vegas just doesn't know because yeah, just I, really, I, they 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 don't know where to put this because yeah. simply due to quarterback play, right? Yeah, they don't. So you, you kind of address this, but I I want to prone in just a, a little bit more. Are you feeling better with a fifty to sixty percent? Good to go, Bryce Young. Or are you feeling better with a hundred percent Jalen Murrow? I mean, I'm always going to feel better with a Bryce. I mean, regardless, even if he's even if he's halfway, and and and, I mean, and, and possibly concerned about the the backside and and, so, and, and so, the throwing shoulder. I yeah, mean, yeah. So let me say this: if he is at any any way risking his future, I mean, you look at yours. Yours basically had the same injury, and he was out right. four weeks. Come back, comes back, and just lights the world on fire. So, you know, if this is going to keep him from, you know, being able to uh, – or, or if he's going to – if he could potentially risk a total season injury, then maybe he doesn't need to play. Like, we need to think about – I mean, especially think about what's going on with Tua. You know, we need to – we do need to focus on player safety, I think, with that regard. Now, that's obviously going to be a decision between Bryce and the coach and the team doctors. If it's something like, hey, you know, you may feel it if you fall on it, so just get rid of the ball. Like mm-hmm. if the game plan is going to be about two-step drop, hot route, Bryce is good enough. And I think your secondary is maybe a little susceptible enough to kind of throw yeah, to throw, you know, 10 yard out, six yard curls. Mm-hmm. And but see, then it comes down to hey, can we can we do that for a full 60, 70, 80 yards? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think I still, regardless, would feel most comfortable with Bryce as long as Bryce is healthy or healthy to a point where we're not risking a total season injury, you know? 
you're going to be holding Excuse your breath me. with every every time he drops <clears> back. Yeah, I mean, probably yeah, yeah, until he gets hit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So if you're let's let's look at this through the Tennessee lens just for a second. If you're the front six, front seven, we're it's probably going to be a front six against you guys. That that that's that's it's, it, we're looking at a nickel package or some kind of four two five is is my thought. Yeah, just because of Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, and and him being able to come out of the backfield, we're going to need speed on the field. And anyway, so beside the point, whatever it is, <clears throat> if you're in that front for Tennessee, how, and you see Bryce Young roll out on the first possession, what what's your what's your game plan? What do you what do you think that the oh I'm. Uh, if I'm Tennessee, I'm hitting him regardless. Like it doesn't matter. Like as Do long as he cover one, cover zero, we're coming. I mean, yeah. So I, I think, I mean, you can let him. Well, you you may wait and see. Hey, does, is he going to have accuracy? He's got arm strength, and you may wait and see. But if he's firing, you know, fifteen yard darts, you're like, okay, we're either going to have to get after him mm-hmm. or eat this all the way down the field. And if you go into nickel, you play nickel the whole game. Our offensive line is good enough to punish you. Sure. Well, it is a numbers so, game, absolutely. And and it, and yes, and Jameer Gibbs is is <clears throat> just that good enough to make yeah. guy one miss, guy two miss, guy three miss. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, even then, when it comes when we're talking about the running game, like exponentially better this year than last year. It's been like night and day. It's a totally different blocking scheme. Mm-hmm. Wolford, uh, Wolford is a much better coach when it comes to getting them lined up for really the scheme of blocking. I mean, last year, I can't tell you how many of our first down running plays would end up second and 12. I mean, it was like Mm -hmm. one in three possessions, you know, every other possession. And we may have seen that a time or two this year, but it was because of like a run blitz or a run stun. It wasn't because of just a total missed assignment. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, surprisingly, the Vanderbilt transfer, he's been pretty good. Yeah. He's been actually really good. Who knows? And true freshman, true, true freshman Booker has showed up in Tyler Booker, and he's he's going to be a monster for us. So um, we really rotate six or seven offensive line. It may just depend on who's got the hot hand, which is kind of a nice thing to have if, in case we have an injury. But mm-hmm. um, I've, been, I've been more impressed with our offensive line play than I thought I would be from the beginning of the season. I can relate. And to probably a, a lot less impressed with our wide receiver play than I thought it would be at the beginning of the season. So, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. So on uh, Alabama takes 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 possession here. Whether they take the opening kickoff, whatever. Beside the point. Their first offensive possession. Their first set of downs. What mm. do you want to see? Well, I mean, if it's Bryce. I want to that, see. Yeah, sorry, yes, if it's Bryce. Sorry, yeah. uh, we're we're still looking at this through yeah. a brass window. Yeah, if, I mean, I mean, if it's Bryce, I want to see like pistol or, uh, you know, let's throw a slant. Let's look for a slant, maybe a slant and a couple of out routes or something. See if we can make an easy completion, even like a wide receiver screen, I'd be okay with that. And then healthy, healthy dose of running the ball. Like, I think it's gonna be very important for us to establish the run in this game. Um, well, I'm talking about your first three downs. Your your first oh okay your first set of of, of chains. Like, what do you? Uh, I don't know. Like, do you do you want him to come out and sling it down one yeah. down two? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you, do you yeah. Down one at least. It? Yeah, pass on first down, and then maybe uh, if it's wide receiver screener, you know, sometimes we'll run the little the little uh, the tight end. Um, 
sideline route or like a little safety valve where it'll be like a play action. I, I wouldn't mind seeing some some easy completion, mm-hmm. you know. Just where he sits in the flats. Yeah, sits in the flat. You know, fakes the block, comes off it, mm-hmm. um, will tie it in out pass, something like that. You know, we've run that a lot with with um, Latu. Yeah, Cameron Latu, name escapes me. Uh, we've run that a lot. He's usually pretty good with his hands on on little short and something like that. And then, I mean, I want to get the ball in Gibbs' hands for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely want to get the ball in Gibbs' hands and and uh, you know give him a stretch play or you know we we've actually run stretch play a few times. It's kind of a little zone stretch, and we scored both the seventy yard touchdowns on opposite sides of the field with that against uh, against. Uh, Arkansas, and then ran it for success against A and M. Uh, he didn't go all the way, but he had a couple of, you know, 30, 40 yard runs. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to get the ball in his hand. Okay. So, in one sense, if we hit, you know, if we hit a seven yard play, that's great. But I would almost rather keep your defense on the field. Oh, absolutely, drive. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you guys can can chew clock and 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 move the chains at a, at a steadily rate, then I think you guys are in business yeah. because yeah. sometimes we can score fast, and that Yo, that, no. that that can hurt us. It, it could potentially hurt us, which is which is why Mike and I have said several times we have we have loved seeing Hypel say, "All right, let's slow it down." All right. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate because I feel like you've got guys in the past like Butch Jones who says, no, this is our offense. This is what we're doing, right? Um, Hopple, Hopple obviously knows better. All right, so yeah. staying in the same box in the same category right here. So Tennessee defensive line is getting a lot of praise right now yeah, coming out of this LSU played game. really well. Oh, I mean, it, it, okay, I'm going to sound like a negaval here, but I just – I'm going to call it realism that LSU offensive line was a hodgepodge of Walmart employees. It feels like. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Good. They're not good. Yeah. Is there is there anything about our front that 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 concerns you that alarms you or is, or is it just like you know what man on man I feel good about this. Yeah, I mean I feel pretty good about it. I mean I think you know who's your best defensive front four player probably Byron Young. Byron Young, yeah. Yeah, and he's gonna play on the edge. I mean yes. So, sometimes hand in the dirt, sometimes standing. Yeah, dirt. sometimes. Yeah, right, right, right. So I mean, I you know he's he may get he's probably going to get his, but I think we're okay with that. Is I mean, he though? You guys, you, I mean, whether Young or Milrow, extremely yeah. elusive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, well, that's going to be a big, a big. I mean, if that's a big part of the game, so uh, it's always in the SEC. I mean, you know, it's always about line play. But mm-hmm. you're right. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Tennessee's defensive line is. Not as good as Texas A&M, I don't think. I think oh, Texas no. A&M maybe has – probably has more talent, a lot younger. You'll mm-hmm. have probably a little bit more um, – We're a little older. Older, yeah. They they have immense depth. They've got yes. like 14 guys they rotated in. I mean, I don't even think we have 14 Thank guys. Thank you we for in. validating my point with this Texas yeah. A&M thing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, um, call, <coughs> excuse me, call that what you will, but – you know, if we're if we're gonna start, if we're gonna gash, you know, six, seven, eight, I mean that, I mean that's I, idealistically that would be what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not like your defense is probably um, from a from a number standpoint, your run defense has been very good this year. If you are in that 90 yards a game, if you hold us to 90 yards a game, I think you win. Rushing? Um, yeah, 90 Thanks. yards okay. rushing. Yeah, okay. yeah. If you, if you hold us to 90 yards, I think you win. Um, if, 
you know, if we get to maybe 200, I think we win. <laughs> I mean, which is, uh, which, which for Jameer Gibbs can happen on one play. One play. <laughs> yeah. He will, yeah, he will, he runs he, both links. He'll some fi- somehow find 200 yards on 99. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you're right. We're, we're older in that defensive line of department. You know, there's been guys step up for us like an Omari Thomas and a Byron yeah. Young who seems to just kind of be picking up where he left off from last year. I will say we are deeper than we were last year. And, and I don't remember yeah. last year's numbers. Um, I think that in the fourth quarter. It was bad in the fourth quarter. And I do think there was a couple of times where we were able to put pressure on Young, but not consistently do it. And and, and his running ability, especially in that game, was just incredibly infuriating. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but again, you're right. We we have defended the run really, really well. Our run fits have been have been fantastic. But I just can't see why why Alabama would say, "All right, pistol up the a gap." Why are you going to do yeah. that? I, I just don't see why you – I mean, I, what fears me the most in, inside the Alabama running game is a stretch off the tackle, something yeah. like that. Yeah. That that makes yeah. me nervous. Well, and McLaughlin, who is now starting over Dalcourt. Dalcourt has been a center. I, we, I've never really understood how – Saban has the tendency to go the older guys. McLaughlin came in in the Auburn game in like the second half and was the difference. He's mm-hmm. a true freshman last year. He's a um, – I guess he's a true sophomore, though he only played in like two games mm-hmm. or three games. But uh, he's maybe the best polling center we've had in a long time since like William Vallejo's back in 2011, 2012 time frame. Really great pulling and sealing. And we've got some nasty guards, you know, next to him. So, yes, stretch play is where we've we've gotten a lot of money this year. Yeah. But, but you know, Bob, Bob likes to run it up the middle, you know. So you'll get plenty of that, too. Which I just I, I think you just it's that's coming. Hang on, what are my words here? That's just playing the game of we have to keep them honest, right? I mean, right. My, my wife well, will say, too- "Why are they running that play? It never works." Well, you have to keep them honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's twofold: keep them honest, and if you have success, then it's bad for. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, the 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 fastest way from A to B is a straight line. Right. Uh, and, and if you can get that straight line, then, then take the A gap. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Right off the center's hip. So that's right. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. That, um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. That'll be a big, um, that'll be, I mean, that'll be big. If we can establish the run up the middle, even, even stretch plays, mm-hmm. we don't really run tosses anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to. No. I just don't think you need so. to. Turn around and head it off. I mean, yeah, yeah. the the toss is on almost. Don't dismiss me, people. It is almost an expired play, almost. Yeah. Well, uh, with you the see speed it on the field. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, so as we move uh, towards the back end with the Alabama offense and, and the Tennessee defense, let's talk about the Alabama re- receivers here. You made a comment about a uh, comment about yeah. that ar- earlier. Uh, talk about those guys a little bit. Obviously, I mean, I'm, look, we're not we're not breaking any type of new news here. You you have to like the Alabama receivers against the Tennessee secondary. Yeah, I mean, even as even as inconsistently as <coughs> excuse me, sorry, as we played, um, yeah, I mean, I think so. One on one, yeah. Which to me, 
I, I still think that you guys have an advantage there. And I think you have an advantage even if Milrow is back there. I think you have an advantage there. Maybe, maybe. The, so my, the, my, the Florida my, Anthony Richardson 453 yeah. yards haunts me. Yeah. Well, and the, we're and I we're guess, far removed from that pit <coughs> where we right. where we sit pressure and ran a lot of man coverage. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. we did against LSU, but the game so, was over so before I, it kicked. I think we're in the past it's been if it's Milrow in the past, we've really got you on the three, four, five second drops where our receivers get separation, where our schemes, schemes, receivers open. In the past, the back end of your secondary past three, four, five years has at times just been absent. Right. And so um, that's where, I mean, that's where we saw a lot of big pass plays. Now, you know, Milrow is not a guy that should be in the pocket for more than three or four seconds. So I think there's less, definitely less in an advantage there. You know, if our wide receivers can get separation, you know, off the jump and hit a little, you know, if you're playing zone, find an opening. If you're playing man, make a play. But I think it's less of an advantage if, if Mil- <coughs> excuse me, if Milrow's out there. So if Milrow rose out, I would actually like to see the similar game game plan we had against Anthony Richardson because the game plan was keep your eyes on on cue, right? That's a di- um, man coverage and zone coverage. The biggest difference is where uh, what are the eyes doing of the of the the defensive secondary? And our eyes Absolutely. are going to be in the backfield. We're going to have it on the cue, and I don't trust Milrow to be able to go through checks, keep his head up and look. So no. I would actually like to see some zone here. Richardson, you know what, kind of blew us all away with his ability to yeah. to elude and keep keep his head up. Yeah. If it's well, Rice, I want to I want to man up and I want to come after you. Yeah, you got to, you got to. Um, he's too good, especially if he's healthy. Yeah. Especially if he's healthy. I mean, goodness. Because yeah, think about this. Because Texas dialed it up perfectly in this in this last Alabama possession in this game. Sent pressure, but he just I mean, Houdini'd his way his way out of that and ran for forty, forty five, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, play the game. Position. Yeah. But you know what? If that's how we're going to lose, then that's how we're going to lose. And hey, that's how you want to lose. Absolutely, yeah. you want to lose yeah. on the talent of the player, not on the scheme breaking down or whatever absolutely. your coverage breaking down yeah i agree i agree absolutely all right um any, any other things that we need to hit there as far as the alabama offensive side tennessee defensive side mm-hmm. any comments there you think no i mean i think i think we've pretty much covered it i i really like um i really like our offense against your defense with either quarterback but i, I really like it with bryce um we'll just have to see you know we'll have to see if we make we made some pretty stupid careless penalties and see if the crowd noise affects you know false starts or illegal motion you know Mm -hmm. a mill row in a first and 15 is almost a death knell so you know something to be be cognizant of as you watch yeah and i'll tell you what saban is is just kind of good at managing these situations yeah it can all be smoke and mirrors brass could not be ready at all but nobody's leaking any kind of info and it's going to be Jalen Milrow. right yeah that's right right which i'm confident in milrow i mean i'm confident in him um you know saban said he's making all the throws in practice he just had anxiety so you know whatever it's going to take for him to you know to get over that maybe he does show out and make some plays that blow us all away we'll see 
Is there any chance if it's not young that we see Ty Simpson? You think? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the playbook's expansive enough yet. Okay. Um, I just don't think. I, I mean, maybe you see him if Bryce is out and we're down fourteen at halftime and Milrose just a head case. Why not? But no, I don't think so. The reason I ask because there was some stupid article out there, somebody trying to get clickbait where, oh, no, Ty Simpson is liking all these tweets of people requesting him to, you know, to be QB1 on Saturday. Okay. Who wouldn't? You're seven. You're, you're 19 years old. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Who Whatever. wouldn't? He's apparently the real deal, but, you know, if he's the real deal, he should have been ready. Well, as a Tennessee fan, if it's Ty Simpson, I hope he throws a pick six. So I understand. <laughs> Anybody who follows recruiting, if you know, you know, right? Yeah, so. that's right. All right, let's flip to the uh, other side of the ball here. This side of the ball is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I think so. A little bit different. There, There is no question who's going to roll out Q on this side. And I just tell you, man, years of just mediocrity, sadness, and yeah. what felt like Jarrett Garantano, who <laughs> felt like he did 13 years here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it feels good. To, to roll out a Q who I don't think is going to win the Heisman, but he's just in that conversation, you know? Yeah. Man, Having an excellent year. A, excellent year. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, anyway, all that said, I feel differently about this side. Not that I don't think our defense might be able to surprise us in some situations, but sure, just feel a whole lot better on this, on this side of the ball. So as a, as an Alabama guy, I think I know what this answer is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and whisper it. We're gonna see a lot of the cheetah package. Mm-hmm. What do we expect <laughs> from the Alabama defense come Saturday? I think you're gonna see see a lot of that. Um, go ahead and tell people what this on... cheetah package is, in case you don't. Well, know. it's it's like cheetah packages: Dallas Turner and Will Anderson and Chris Braswell, who I mentioned in our first uh, first podcast episode that he was a name to watch out for. Um, they're basically all play the same position and they're just too good to keep off the field at once, especially on, you know, obvious passing downs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so if, you know, if we get a lead in the game, that's going to be, you know, where Disaster you're going to be us. throwing the ball, for throwing the ball a lot, then yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. And let me tell you, dude, I don't know if I've seen anything like that since, I mean, the scheme was different, like in 16, uh, you know, we, and, and, uh, and 17, you know, we had like uh, Tim, uh, Tim, Tim Williams, Tim Williams, thank you. Uh, and like Jonathan Allen, and, you know, we had, had some bigger bodies, mm-hmm. guys that could get to the quarterback from the defensive tackle position. These dudes are like tweeners, but dude, they're, I mean, they run like four sixes, four fives. Will Anderson has the most It's just not ridiculous fair. hands. I know. It's just not. Well, fair. Anderson's Anderson's getting doubled, and like he had eleven hurries, eleven QB pressures rather last week. Eleven, no sacks, but eleven pressures. Dallas Turner, I think, had two and a half sacks or something because he's you know he's being left alone over there. Braswell, I think, had one and a half sacks. So, I mean, it's just if it comes to that, then yeah, we're man, in I trouble. Like, uh, we're yeah, in like trouble. Our yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we even have more depth on the defensive line this year than we probably have. Um, 
Otis has been a real big surprise. He's a true freshman. He's playing in more passing downs than I thought he would. He's another guy that I named. Um, he's got a loss like 70 pounds and in, in between summer and spring, summer and fall and really got in good shape. And, and uh, he's been playing a lot of like early downs because he's just a run stuffer and he can get to the quarterback. So mm-hmm. I've been more impressed with the depth on our defensive line that I have even, even in our national championship year, 2020. I mean, this, yeah. this line is better. They're, they're really good. So looking at this through Tennessee side of things, if, if we're seeing a lot of this cheetah package, how are, how are, how do you not want to be attacked? Let's, let's word it <laughs> yeah. that way. Like what's well, something you don't want to see? Well, I mean, obviously we're, we're back shoulder fade. I mean, that's what you're going to have to, <clears throat> you have to hit. Which we have not thrown <laughs> this year. Yeah. You don't, you don't typically throw them. You, th- you throw, you're throwing like the post or go routes. Um, and I, you know, I'm probably, I've watched a lot of Tennessee this year and I've watched the offensive line and they've, they've been okay. Like they've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think they've been, especially when you got hooker back there, it gives them another level of confidence that, Hey, mm-hmm. if I blow something, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be okay. But <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to see, we'll have to see how the game plays out. Um, <clears throat> you're going to get less of the cheetah package if you're ahead because, you're going to be maintaining a healthy balance. We're now mixing, we're now you know, playing of, clock management at that point. Yeah, 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 right. And so, you know, you're you still got talent. Ever, I, I will say, um, one of the most one of the more impressive things for me this year has been Moody, Jalen Moody. He's a like a fourth year guy that's he didn't play last week. He had a bruised kidney, so but mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> he's practiced this week and he is tremendously fast to the ball. Probably, <coughs> sorry, probably faster than, um, you know, a mic that we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he really picks up the slack if, you know, it's an out pass or you're catching a running back in the flat. You know, he's he's been very timely. So even if the cheetah package is in and you're able to get to the first level, I still have confidence in our linebackers. Henry's had a good year. I know you don't like to hear that. He's played well, too. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine, right? He's cool. He's cool. He seems <laughs> like a great guy. Uh, talking about this, uh, this, this, this part of the game here, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in our ability to run, even if you guys are rolling out a lot of this cheetah package stuff. Now, I will say, Mike and I both went into, uh, went into the season, I guess in the offseason, saying, yeah. hey, offensive line is a position of concern. And it has not turned out to be a position of concern. We have played better than yeah. uh, in that unit than I think everybody has has thought. However, this is this is another animal. Yeah. I mean, the, the three and, the three dudes that we're mainly talking about that Alabama has are yeah, okay, yes, they're incredible pass rushers, but are you just gonna sit there and tell me that oh they can't defend the run? No, they can't. They can't in fact, Will's equally good at defending the run as he is getting the quarterback. Okay, point. There you go. Yeah. So, I think in order to establish some kind of run game, this makes me really nervous, we're going to have to have some design stuff from Hendon just to simply play the numbers mm-hmm. game. Absolutely. We got to get numbers in our favor. If we can open that up, if we can if we can get some first downs there, whether it come through, you know um, – uh, quarterback powers, read options, zone reads, you know, whatever it may be, 
for one, the dude has got to learn how to slide. I don't understand how quarterbacks do not know how to know this, but he is one of them. He doesn't know how to slide. If you can't slide, bro, just fall. Figure it out. <laughs> Noah is the same way, dude. I think he elbow dropped the ground. It was like he didn't know how to slide. <laughs> he gave the gave the ground a good people's elbow. Uh-huh, yeah. Smell anyway. So that this makes me nervous. Um, so I think we're gonna come out. And we're not going to wait to see what Alabama does in this regard. We're going to throw the numbers game at you. We're going to throw some hinder uh, hinder runs, which I think would be great game planning because I don't know what other options you have um, other than coming out slinging it, which I want you to, I want you to hit on this because I'm hearing a lot. I've listened to a ton of podcasts in the past two weeks, national media, Locked on Vols, locked on Bama, locked on LSU, and yeah. I really started this in the past few weeks, and I'm hearing a lot, even some dudes from Locked on Bama, or excuse me, just Bama podcast saying, Tennessee likes to throw the ball. They like to throw the ball. This is what they do. They throw the ball. Uh, look at the numbers, my dude. We, yeah. we, we run more than we throw. Is this yeah. the kind of perception I, that you have about us? No, no. <clears throat> so my perception is you guys throw down the field more than you have the last four or five years with accuracy. <laughs> 15. <laughs> or maybe since well, Tyler Bray, seriously. Yeah, since Bray, since Bray, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe seven, eight years. Um, and the difference, but the difference is, you know, in the past, you know, I mean, your quarterbacks, one of the big things that we said about Josh Dobbs is great quarterback, the deep ball is a problem. Like, could, great runner, make, great runner, pretty good. I mean, he's quarterback he's when he get, when he needs to be. Yeah, I mean, he's getting paid. He's getting yeah. paid. Yeah. Um, but but like Hendon is a much more polished passer. Absolutely. I mean, Hendon, Hendon, he's played elite this year. I mean, he has. He's been elite. And so, um, what do you do? You know, as a defense, what do you do about that? Do we? I mean, we're going to play our combo coverage like we always do. We're going to play man combo man. Um, and try to get after him. And, you know, we'll, uh, Golding has blitzed a whole lot more this year than, I mean, I've seen. And it's not, you know, not the typical linebacker stunt or rather defensive line stunt so linebacker can, can get there, you know, type of thing. It's He's been blitzing cornerbacks. And we had a double safety blitz against Texas A&M last week. I was like, what? And where'd this come from? You know, so, I mean, he's – He's gotten a little, little bit more, you know, I guess installed more <coughs> excuse me, installed more packages. So you know what? Um good good defensive coordinators know when to dial that up. That's right. That's right. And he last week and against Arkansas, he whiffed on a couple of those calls. You're, that's gonna happen when you blitz. That's just the nature of it, but he whiffed bad on a couple of them. So we'll see. I mean you know, I want to see Hendon run, running backwards, not forwards. That's what I want to see. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> um, but he he is the great equalizer. You know, if we if we um, you know Saban likes to mush rush when it comes to quarterbacks that can move. You know, don't give them lanes, make them kind of rush run to the front of the sideline or run outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we if we kind of maintain that same mush. Because okay. um, <clears throat> if we can move the pocket back, then That'll be effective too. <coughs> so here's what. But, oh, go I was ahead. just gonna say, but Hooker's good enough to just you know catch us over the top a couple times, and then that changes everything. You know, and it's fast, 
and we got to get set. So, I mean, mm-hmm. anything could happen. Well, I'm, I do like that you guys have not seen a tempo hours, uh, like hours probably since the last yeah, time we played. Um, Am I, yeah, I Texas, that right? tried to, Texas tried to play pretty fast, but, uh, but, but not after he went out and he burned us. So, right. Yeah. Right, but I don't no, think no, they. I, mean, they we, I, don't, never, I don't even think they were doing it at the speed at which we've been able to do it. No, 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 no. So what bothers me and concerns me is, and I understand that this this that we're essentially comparing apples and oranges here because it's a different team. But we just didn't run well last year. We were twenty seven for sixty five yards last year. Yeah. That's not good. And we had we had what I would consider at that time like a, a really elite back who was dealing with injuries and tie on Evans. He was seven yeah. thirty. Here's here's the stat that I think you're gonna see similar. Thirteen attempts for Hooker. Now yeah. I don't I don't remember how many of those were scramble drills, but seven, uh, thirteen attempts, twenty seven yards, Jabari Small, seven for eight. That's not gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite side of that same coin, we were right there at the top of the fourth. You were. Yeah, you were. <clears throat> How much do you think that can translate? Uh, the, the inf- what I'm asking is the information we got from last year's game, how much does this translate to Saturday? Well, I mean, I think it should give – I mean, if, if, if you go back, I'm sure they've looked at the film from last year, and they probably turned it off at the end of the third quarter. I mean, that would be what I would do. Say, hey, guys, you're in it in the fourth. We didn't play well in the fourth. Let's just do better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, you guys had a lot of success last year. Uh, we didn't play. Our defense was – but our defense was not what it is this year. Uh, but we, did, we just didn't play well either. We kind of were flat. Um, at, point, at certain points of the game, Bryce played well, of course. But um, it was, you know, kind of like a – almost like they – not that they were going through the motions, but – I don't know, until the fourth quarter came and they turned it on, I was sitting at home like, yeah, be kidding me. Like, we're better than this. We can play better than this. I've seen them play better than this. Yeah. And so, and credit, you know, credit to to Heupel. He's clearly a great offensive mind. Like, for me, he's up there with Sark. I think Sark is brilliant, like brilliant. Hmm. Um, I think he's up there with Sark as far as being able to know how to call a game, scheme a game, Especially, you know, put together your your opening, um, you know, opening first couple of drives, you know, have that pen and papered out ahead of time and being able to adjust that. So, yeah, like, I mean, I <laughs> you've got a good coach, which tells me that 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 high pool is really, really good. And we're, talk, we're not talking about him enough in this regard is is what he's doing throughout the week what he's seeing on film yeah. his ability to break down and analyze which he made some comments you know he uh going to that LSU game there's 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 things that he's on film that he caught right that were able to open things up anyway did you did I hear you say that you liked um last year's defense better than this one or am I misunderstanding no 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 I like this year's defense better than okay that. I was about to say like yeah. hold up a second hold up a second <clears throat> All right, so um, obviously you um, you like your ability to defend. Oh, hang on, the run. Just, let's, let's defend the run. You like everything right there in the box all together, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yes, yes. The okay. key to this game for us in terms of the box is limiting first down hmm. for you guys. Like what I mean, happens on first down? Yes, yes. If you're getting eight yards on first down, seven yards on first, even five yards on first down. 
consistently, it's going to be a long day for us. But okay. if we're able to get you in second and 10, second and 11, second and eight, then we kind of know what you're going to do. It becomes more manageable. Your offense is very good, very, very good on, you know, short distances. Cause, <coughs> sorry, because you can do so much. You know, you can, he can run. Obviously, he's got great legs. Heupel is great at scheming open backs for, you know, short plays. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I guess I really haven't paid attention to your tight ends, but I think you have a couple of decent tight ends. We have a couple older tight ends who yeah, yeah. kind of know what to do, where to be, where to go. Athletic ability, this is something that Mike and I talked on the last podcast. I, I, I really look forward to seeing this offense with, with an above-average tight end because they right. are, they're probably <clears throat> just below average. Princeton yeah. Fant gets a lot of uh, – not hype, but praise for being versatile. Oh, he can play halfback. He can do this. Have you seen the guy? Have you seen the guy with the ball in his hands? He he's not elusive. He, yeah, he's he's not good. Um, yeah, but I mean, like third and three, third and four is a third, lot different than third and seven. You know? Yes. I mean, you will you'll see you'll see a tight end dump <laughs> on a third and yeah. on third and three at some point, guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely, guaranteed. it will saying. be dialed up. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you feel is 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 if there is any kind of vulnerability, is it on the defensive edge? Is that where this is? Outside of the box? No. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be it's it's probably gonna be on the secondary. Like I don't think we've I mean, A Shane is a beast, and I think his longest run was like 16 yards, and it was in the third or fourth quarter. I mean, if we're gonna get beat, it's gonna be in the secondary, I think. Is it one of those, which I think I know the answer to the question that I'm asking here, is it one of those for, for Tennessee we're going to have to establish the pass in order to open up the run? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Um, I mean, I think Hooker can do that by himself, though. You know, if Hooker, if you get a couple of design runs and he goes 15 yards, 8 yards, you know, if, if he gets his mojo mm-hmm. and then we're, you know, we're, we're a little tentative on the edge, yeah, you can bust mm-hmm. one, sure. Sure, but which I mean, it's just gonna be it's gonna be definitely something to watch. Okay, okay. Well, I but think yeah. so. So, uh, just just to recap here a little bit: Alabama offense, Tennessee defense, advantage Alabama. Um, I would say advantage Alabama if Bryce plays for sure. I would say, see, crowd's a big factor here for me for Milrow. Um, it might be a push, maybe maybe a slight advantage because I'm confident in our offensive line, mm-hmm. but it's close, much closer. Okay. All right. Tennessee offense, Alabama defense. Are you going to advantage Bama here? Yeah, it's a slight advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of recap there. Tell me why. I mean, I mean, I just think, um, I think our defense is good enough to control the run from a running back mm-hmm. we'll see that quarterback i mean that's always <clears throat> um it's always kind of a depends on what the play you know is, is he going to get out is he going to leak out of the back on a pass and run for 40 yards is he going to mm-hmm. have a design run for 20 i mean you know all that a lot of that can neutralize momentum neutralize the way defensive plays tendencies all that good stuff mm-hmm. um i mean I, our, our safeties are good Pretty good. I mean, very good. <laughs> Battle and Hellums are both really, really good. 
I think probably the guy that I'm going to watch is Brian Branch. He's a stud, mm-hmm. absolute stud. He he's, plays mainly strong safety. Um, but he'll come up and hit you, great in coverage. He's a guy that's going to be coming on the cornerback blitz. Uh, and then Arnold and Kool Aid are going to be you know out on the out on the perimeter on the islands. And Arnold did an interview after the Arkansas game. It was like, hey, this is the first game where I feel like I understood the defense. I wasn't mm. just running around following a guy mm. around. I'm playing with confidence. And Stewart got his, but Arnold, you know, made a couple of great plays in that game. Uh, he had great coverage on him in the last, you know, the last play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got confidence. I think I've got supreme confidence in our, uh, in our, you know, cornerbacks. I think they're going to get beat because <laughs> in this game, it's just it happened. It's like sure there is so much, so much grace given to wide receivers that you, they're they're bound to get theirs. Sure. Um, it's going to be, you know, can we limit that to a 40-yard catch and then limit that 40-yard catch to a field goal? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be a bust or they're going to, you know, score off of it? I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, something to watch. So, Do you feel better knowing that Cedric Tillman is out for this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. why? yeah. Oh, I can answer why. I would, I would please ask me why you wouldn't. Why? Why? Why wouldn't I? I'm actually actually relieved that he's not <laughs> making a return, oh. and I am probably on an island here. Mm-hmm. But think about the chemistry that Hooker has developed with with Jalen Hyatt, and that he's developed yeah. with Brew McCoy, and even a Ramel yeah. Keaton. Okay, yeah. Look at the pit game where he was taking the snap and he was looking Tillman's way. Tillman was targeted 18 times. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely gonna keep uh, him honest. I'll, yes. So Hooker knows that Tillman is my bellout guy. He is my dude. He is that dude. I like him on goes. I like him on slants. I like him on drags. I like him on slant slant outs. I like him on everything. Well, two things. Number one, it was not going to be a healthy Cedric Tillman, right? Right. Not 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 the Tillman that we've seen. Yeah. Two, it's a chemistry thing. I mean, yeah. we we've gone a couple weeks now where he just hasn't been in there and. I can't stand how people think, oh, well, you know, he's back and everything's going to be back. Listen, this is not Madden. This is not how this uh-uh. works. I mean, there's 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 time that is spent between a quarterback and his receivers. And when the dude has been out, like you just kind of – you you lose that a little bit. Yeah. So I'm a little relieved <clears throat> that we're not going to go into this game trying to figure out, you know, what's that rhythm, what's that chemistry, because I, yeah. feel, I, I really like Jalen Hyatt who could take the top off of it. Yeah, he can. He's I really impressive. like a Brew McCoy who is just a dog, right? He's, he's physical. Yeah. He's got great he's like hands. A better version of Jennings, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, runs great routes. He's got great mm-hmm. feet. He can explode out of his bursts. Uh, and he's just got that dog mentality. And, and now you've got this Ramel Keaton who's coming along in what feels like year 10, finally, mm-hmm. um, who's, who's, who's earning the trust of a Hennon hooker. So I, I just, I know that I, I know that sounds crazy. No. But that was going to be in the back of my mind if Tillman Rose out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And listen, I think, I mean, if, if you have an advantage on offense, mm-hmm. it is going to be your wide receiver play against our cornerbacks just by nature of the defense. And plus they're talented, like very talented. Um, I like watching Hyatt play. I think, I mean, he's got a, he's got a burner on him. And, I'll, I'll, you know, in the pit game, the pit game, um, Brew is awesome. He was awesome. Oh, he makes an incredible third down conversion. Oh my goodness, game. he yes. was. Yeah, he was. He was remarkable. So, 
you know, and, and listen, you do something like that in this game and the crowd gets into it, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you got that on your side. That's kind of your, uh, your ace in the sleeve, ace up the sleeve, you know, make a big play crowd gets into it. Hey, keep and, the crowd in the game. And that that's, that's big time because this, yeah, absolutely. this crowd is, is for certain going to be a factor. Uh, but oh, there is, there is something that I forgot to mention on the other side of the ball. And that's this conversation with Jalen McCullough, one of our safeties who got in trouble. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask about the, what's the, what's the update. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> uh, sounds like he didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, and I'll just say this. If he does not roll out there, the coverage that you see pre-snap will be the coverage that you get post-snap. We're not, we're not going to be able to disguise things, and that makes me really, really nervous. I think what you yeah. see is what, you get, is what you're going to get between pre-snap and yeah. post-snap. If he's out there, we're going to be able to do these things because if he's not out there, you're probably going to – I think you're going to see Walker, that the Georgia Tech transfer who's going to be filling his spot. I don't think it's going to be Turrentine just because we've seen Walker on the field, Walker on the field far more than we have uh, uh, Turrentine. Um, and my thought was even throwing a Christian Charles back at that position because that's the position that's more natural to him. And then, and then, yeah, because we've rotated a lot of bodies at corner, you know, why not? Uh, but anyway, with that said, with the McCullough thing, man, if he's not out there, um, I'm, and it's not even like he's that great of a player, it's the safety position just, for Tennessee cohesion man it's yeah yeah that, that, that safety position for tennessee is a lot like the the tight end position for us two mm-hmm. older dudes who just kind of know what to do not great athletes right mm-hmm. and something that has killed me is we have not rotated it has been trayvon flowers and has been Jalen mccullough whether we are up 70 or 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 you know or in a battle right yeah. whether, whether it's pit whether it was uh, yeah. uh florida or akron yeah. it was Jalen mccullough yeah. And and Trayvon Flowers, so we haven't yeah. we haven't had dude takes take takes rep take reps there, and that that concerns me big time. Yeah. Well, so the the great equalizer there is if Milrow plays, it may not matter. Like it may not matter. Well, the the the, the deciding factor there in, in the conversation of safety is who's faster, is it yeah, Walker or is it McCullough, <laughs> right? Who can chase right. him? This dude yeah. terrifies me as a runner. This might be one of the most electric runners. We've seen right up there with a Lamar Jackson, right? Oh, he's 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 he came in the I guess the Utah State game, and he took like a like a quarterback power run to the left side, and the linebacker came up and he just dropped the shoulder, yeah. and I mean threw him back like four yards, like not afraid of contact. He's fun to watch. I mean, he is fun to watch. Um, <clears throat> but for, in terms of lining up the defense, may not matter if Milrose playing. Like sure. I hear you. I mean, I it, it, it it would have been better if you could have disguised the defense for Milrow. I got you. Yeah, but, something we can capitalize on. I hear you. Right. It, instead of instead of it being maybe a you know a bad thing, it's just a missed opportunity. I got you. I got you. Hey, I want I want to shift gears here just a just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm, I'm yeah. going to talk a little bit and give you time to, some time to think about this. Okay. How are you feeling about your past five games? How are you feeling? Are you feeling differently about the Texas win? Are you feeling differently about the Arkansas win? Are you feeling maybe a little bit different after the AM win? Because, and maybe this will give you a little more clarity or a little more, a little more, um, a little more thought, because I feel totally different after the pit win. I thought at the time of the pit, we we had we had won a, a good game against a good team. And now I'm going, wait a second. 
were they good? Now I get it. I get it. Week two and week six and week seven are very, very different. You're, you're, you're still figuring things out. Chemistry yeah. is is being produced. There's 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 a lot of differences there. But Pitt turns around and loses to a bad Georgia Tech. And I'm going, well, shoot. Okay, and now we've got Florida. And I don't know that the verdict is still out on these guys because yeah. who was yeah. Anthony Richardson before Tennessee? And then who was Anthony Richardson versus Tennessee? Like, I'm, was it the same dude in a number 15 jersey? I mean, yeah. it's debatable. Yeah. And now for us, this LSU game, a lot of people are giving Tennessee credit for what we did against LSU. I'm not. I, I feel like knowing the facts that we know against Brian Kelly, obviously just kind of dismissing us, you know, I don't think he did his film. He made some comments no. going like, you're not paying attention, actually. Your average fan is catching this, and, and, and you're not. Their offensive line was, was, was again, Walmart employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not designed to play from behind. And, we, I mean, if, if, if that opening kickoff fumble scoop doesn't happen, maybe that game yeah. unfolds in a little bit different yeah. way. So I don't feel as great about our top 25 wins as most Tennessee fans do, which I've heard. Like, yeah. we, we've beaten really good teams. Have we, though? Yeah. Have we? So how are you feeling so, about the win over Texas and the win, win over Arkansas and a and Well, I mean, I think, I think the Texas win is going to end up being a pretty good one. Um, in fact, if Ewers plays the whole game, we may not win that game. I mean, right. he's a stud. That dude is a Much- gunslinger. He's much better than I thought he was going to be. And really that comes down to the discussion we had earlier about Sark just being so good. And maybe the best thing that Sark did was hire Gary Patterson because he's changed that Texas defense like overnight. Yeah. Seriously, overnight. Yeah. I mean, that team gave up 50 points to Oklahoma and Kansas last year. I mean, it's like – and I know TCU's – now looking like it, it actually looks like a good move for both parties. Sure. Um, sure. Which is kind of surprising to say, but yeah. Um, I can't talk you about know. Gary Patterson. I just, I, it, it kills me because he's, he's too much of a football coach. Apparently, you know, do you know this statement? No, you have, no. You, you don't fill, know, fill you're not in. familiar with this. So I believe this was coming off the firing of Dooley. When oh, okay. Yes. We, were, we yeah. were on the market, and yeah. our athletic director at the time meets with Patterson and comes back and says he's too much of a football coach. You're an idiot. Yeah. There's a reason you don't have a job anymore. Golly, the dude's a dude's a football genius, especially oh, especially at a coordinator position. Yeah. Yes. You can't. You can't. You can't do any better. Texas could not have made a better hire than they did. Oh, it's fantastic! It. Fantastic. Yeah. And so. What he's done is he's allowed Sark to just put that wall up, mm-hmm. be like, "I'll take the offense, you do you." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel a little bit better about. Yeah, I mean, we we got that win. It was a big win. Um, you know, the Arkansas game we were dominating. I mean, it was 28, 24, 28 to nothing, and then Bryce got hurt, and then Brian Branch got hurt. And when that, that like in back to back possessions, yeah, and bang bang. Branch is kind of the kind of the cog for the. He's like the do everything on on the defense and the secondary. And so they had to in, at the end of the game, Kool Aid was playing his position and he'd never played his position before. Like we were down to Kool Aid sliding in to play star, and then I think Eli Ricks came on the field to play the other. So 
I, I, with what you were saying about, you know, having to replace your safety, it, it can flip the, you know, change your defense. Um, so I, I feel good about that. You know, turnovers are going to happen. It's like the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Four turnovers, two missed field goals, and we won the game. Like, I'm not disappointed about that. We right. played as bad as we could. The defense Didn't have a good elite. day. Yeah. Yeah. The defense was elite. The defense did not give up any points off a natural drive. All the points are off turnovers. <laughs> so, um, you know, I Tennessee's a different beast than anything we've played. The best offense that we will that we will play probably best um, opponent thus far. Um, well, uh, maybe, yeah, probably. Probably. I, I mean, I think you're going to look back and see Texas in at 10 and 2. and You, you know, should, but weeks. the Big 12 parody is written all over the Big 12 right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oklahoma State's got a great squad. Baylor's pretty good. And Baylor's okay. Baylor's actually a lot worse than I thought they'd be. Um, Texas Tech will sneak up on you. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, I, when, you, when you pair the team – and the atmosphere, it'll be it, it'll be the best. Yeah, Tennessee be probably the best team we play all year. And I think I even said that in the first podcast. Like, mm. I was a little worried about Arkansas, but I was more worried about Tennessee for sure, for sure. And it comes down to you have an elite quarterback. I don't think he has to be Johnny Manziel to beat us. I think he can probably be Zach Calzada and beat us. Um, a little bit better version. That's probably not true. It's He's like, got to be a little bit. Wow. He's got to be a well. <laughs> that 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 game just kind of brings back some haunting memories. And then I kind of had some PTSD last week. Three words: Auburn <laughs> after dark. Yeah, it's true. In, in Jordan Hare, six words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, so he he probably okay. I'll, let's put it this way: he has to be somewhere between. Uh, um, Stephen, uh, South Carolina, Stephen Garcia, uh, Garcia. the alcohol. Be, oh, I should not have said that on the internet. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he's got to be somewhere between Stephen Garcia, who played out of his mind that game, or yeah. uh, or the or the. Um, but it's going to take an elite game from him because that's how you beat Alabama. Fair, if you yeah. can't Quarter, if, if, elite quarterback play. Yes, yes, elite quarterback play. Because what that does is it neutralizes all the things that we do well. Yeah. If you have an elite quarter, if you have elite quarterback play, well, then you can run the ball between the tackles. You can run stretch plays because we're spying the quarterback. We're not, you know, plugging a gap with a linebacker. So, um, and here's, I mean, other things like penalties. What's that going to look like? Special yeah. teams. Are y'all going to have a? Are y'all going to draw up another onside kick? Um, yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of things to watch. Let me let me let me let me tack onto this just for a second. I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you there. So we actually get a lot of non-football educated people listening to our show. It's 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 oh, pretty here. Like fans, football fans, but not like yeah. not great at X's and O's. So sure. just let me tap on this for a second. If we if we can get that elite quarterback play as far as throwing the ball out of Hendon Hooker, what this does for for the Alabama safeties, it moves them from a one high to a two high. Uh, and it and it allows us to now play the numbers game inside the box and open up the run. You you move a safety from outside of the box um, to to high, and they're they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna be you know uh, probably just generally speaking one on each set of numbers. Uh, but 
that's really all it does. It just it just changes the numbers games yeah. inside the box. You go you go from a one high look to a two high look, and fans out there. And then then, then you then you run then you run zone read and quarterback keep or throw a quick slant pass. I mean, it does a lot. It really does a lot. Lead quarterback well, play. Let's talk about that for a second, though. You, I mean, you mentioned we mentioned this is the second time we mentioned zone read or or, or read option, which is a, a, a look where the quarterback sticks the ball in in the in the chest of the running back and reads that defensive end, reads that Will Anderson. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, does he play the run? Then you keep it and you take off running. Does he play the? Does he? Does he stay home? If not, if he does that, hand it to your your halfback and let him run. However. Will Anderson is a bit of a different animal. Yeah. I, I where, when have we ever seen a dude be able to play both? Like it, it almost like doesn't matter with this guy. Yeah. And and that Texas AM game, he was meshing with the running back. Yeah. It's it's I mean it was, it was absurd. Real. Because because people need to understand that you don't block the defensive end. They're, right. They're the, the the tackle is pushing down on the guard or on mm-hmm. the defensive tackle rather. Mm-hmm. And uh, with combo blocking on the guard, and uh, and it's a quarterback replay, but at least two or three times in that game, Anderson sacked, but or tackle <coughs> either tackle both of them mm-hmm. or forced a negative play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Tennessee's perspective, it's it's going to have to be uh, elite quarterback play, and if it's not, it's because we turn the ball over. <laughs> Well, what what I was gonna say is, if we don't get if we don't get elite or really good out of Hendon, then Jalen really Miller better be on the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think even a good Hendon is gonna cause problems. Simply because, uh, and this is where I'm just gonna give credit to Heifel, his ability to draw it up. Yeah, right. Yes. Get get you in He's situations. Act- yeah, I mean, th- th- passer. This dude is a master of concept routes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh-huh. the the guy draws it up better than than that I think I've I've ever seen. Yeah, as, as yeah. far as concept route goes, and and we're <laughs> not talking we're not talking the concept route and an option route are, are very very different. Which an option yes. route is something when Gus Malzahn was in Auburn. You saw a lot. Saw a lot with him, uh, which leads me to uh, uh, my next question here. Um, let's see. How do I want to set this up? If I remember right, years ago you called Gus Malzahn and that offense gimmick. Uh, that right? Well, yeah. I mean, when the hurry up no huddle was starting to come around, and really it was gimmick in the sense that there was no consistency from the referees in terms of like actually punishing them for running linemen down the field, like four, five, seven, ten yards down the field, and then our cornerbacks pushing the quarterback and then him throwing to the wide receiver for a touchdown. I got you. you. And it wasn't called. So that part of it was gimmick to me. I get what you're saying. Okay. So not necessarily the offense as a whole. No, I mean okay. their offense was like six plays. There was nothing gimmick about. I was, was going to say, the, I think I think in their run game they had three plays, and then their pass yeah. game they had another set of three plays. I know. They, yeah, they just did it at a really fast <clears throat> pace in the back uh-huh. in 2013. Uh, so I guess this is an easy question then: the high offense gimmick? No, no. Well designed, well designed, well thought out. Um, really great at punishing weaknesses. I mean, I think if you go back and look at the LSU game, you go back and look at um, your game against Florida, you you punish 
match the weaknesses of the teams effectively, very effectively, which is what you want to see from your offensive coordinator. I mean, you want to see plays come in that um, either the defense is not expecting or the defense thinks they're expecting and you're just better at them. You mm-hmm. just know that you got the dudes, you got the horses. And, uh, you know. What fascinates me is, and I, I, I mean, I've, I've been watching this game for a long time and I, I even played – I say played. Yeah. Okay. I played at a collegiate level. I've never seen where dudes can, (laughs) there's a roof. Um, Whoop-dee-doo Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Anyway, I've never seen um, these plays where these receivers will come wide open. I I mean, there's nobody close. It, It happened against LSU and it happened against Florida. And what's, I don't know if you've seen this. I'll try to find this to you if you're interested Brew McCoy comes wide open. Mm-hmm. All right, we, 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 we motion a guy, uh, I think, up against Florida. He came in uh, – Hyatt came across the entire formation. Yeah. Uh, against LSU, he <clears throat> just came across um, the receiver on the same side. Brew is the only one who runs a route. Yeah. And this is – and he comes – I mean, not, not a guy within eight to ten yards. I mean, wide open. I cannot figure out how this is happening. I mean, probably coverage. It's probably just a coverage matchup. But it's so just, you're saying that you're saying I, that like, but like if you walk through the disciplines of a cover two and you walk through the disciplines yeah. of a cover three and the assignments <laughs> of corners and responsibilities of safeties and all yeah. this stuff, none of it makes sense. I cannot figure this out. Listen, I'm not. I'm not a football genius. I'm a youth pastor. Okay, <laughs> but I yeah. know enough to go. Okay, you know what? Cover two, this corner's supposed to do this, and man coverage, he's just supposed to stay with him. Cover three, yeah. he's supposed to do this. You know, cover four, he's supposed to do this. What is happening? How is yeah, this happening? I mean, you know, Hypel probably is playing on tendencies, you know. I mean, you watch enough film of cornerbacks, you can get tendencies. Yeah. I know um, we took advantage of that in the 2011 National Championship game against LSU. You know, we were this power running team. We come out and run spread. We start the game in spread, and McElwain – Called a great game. Yeah. And they, they had no idea how to defend it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just, it's just getting down to it. I think the thing that Alabama has always kind of uh, relied on is just talent wins a lot of football games. And then well-coached talent wins a whole lot of football games. Sure. And so, I mean, that may happen. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Sark used to do stuff when he was here that I'd never seen. Like, running these orbit motion in that Ohio state national championship game. He ran like three orbit motion plays and hit three different players off of it. I mean, you want to find a game that's like, like an offensive coordinator licking his chops over a defense. that's out of its depth. Mm-hmm. That's the game. That's the film you want to put on. Um, but Hypo is capable of doing that too. And we have weaknesses. I mean, we do have weaknesses. So um, we have, very aggressive safeties. They love to come up and hit you. And uh, we got burned last week on a slant pass, basically a double move slant pass, deep slant, or actually probably deep post. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's it probably going to happen. I mean, your offense is too good not to score. So it just depends if we can get a couple stops here and there and be good enough. Okay. Really consistent enough. Okay. All right, well, let's start to wind this down a little bit because <coughs> let's be honest, I think you and I could probably go on this for another, you know, 24 hours. 
which right. would be a Stop whole lot of fun. <laughs> you did make a reference to the 2011 national championship game, and I don't know if you remember this, but you and I are actually together for that game. Yeah, we did. Out, we out did. Your papa's we house. Did. That was, was fun. Time. Uh, saw your brother lose his mind. That was fun. Um, <laughs> I don't even think he knew what was happening. I don't think he knew what was happening. That's funny. I'm just uh, your family's gotten got a lot better. He's gotten that's, a lot better. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I remember telling you at halftime, halftime is the best thing that could happen to LSU right now. And uh, it didn't matter because they made no adjustments. Matter. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just a couple questions here. Let's let's analyze the different ways that this game can end. Let's, let's yep. say, you know, a game similar to last year where we took it to the fourth quarter, but the bottom fell out. Let's say a game, uh, game winning field goal in Alabama's end, you know, we kind of get our hearts broke. Let's say a blowout by Alabama in all three of these cases in all three of these situations, what is the narrative on Tennessee? Because I honestly, an Alabama win, I think, regardless of how it is, is kind of going to be the same. This is just what Alabama does, you know. They they did again. Yeah. You, you couldn't overcome. They are they are that they are those dudes. But if it's a but if it's for Tennessee, what's the narrative? How is how is the perception changing on us in these three different outcomes? Well, I I think so. The thing that I've noticed is Tennessee is now beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Like in my opinion, you the score that you had against LSU was the score that I was expecting. Because I don't hold LSU highly. It wasn't a shock to me. They're not good. They lost their probably their best player on the defensive line. They lost him in week one. And you just see the team almost quit on the field in that game. Yeah. Um, so, to me, that's the sign of a good team, though, is taking care of business, not letting a raucous crowd in, you know, Baton Rouge, you know, mess with you. Um, you want a close game against Pitt. Probably should have, but you won a close game against Pitt. You've lost that game how many times the last 10 years? I mean, my word. Too many. So, so to me, it's a sign of a good team. And it's not like a Butch Jones team where, like, you're winning in spite of him. You're winning because your coach is putting your players in the right places. Yeah. He has got coaches on his staff that are aligned with his goals. Um, Josh Dobbs so, covered a multitude of sins. He did, absolutely. That's and that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. So, <clears throat> I mean, unless miraculously Alabama comes in and blows you out, which I don't think is going to happen. I mean, I think any other any other game, you know, if it's a ten point game, seven point game. I mean, if you look at the rosters and looked at the roster composition, talent, experience, on two sheets of paper, didn't have teams affiliated. I mean, most people are going to pick Alabama to win just because of the depth, the talent, whatever. I mean, it, if you're it's in the really game in the fair. fourth quarter – Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, if you're in the game in the fourth quarter, which I kind of suspect you will be, you know, maybe maybe even winning. Who knows? Uh, that's all you can want. And that's all you can, that's all you can want. And so <laughs> if you're there in the fourth – job well done win or lose I mean win, win obviously it's gonna be crazy but even if you lose a close game in the fourth quarter like that's two years in a row where you've played with Alabama for seven quarters and even though I think there's going to be a drop-off next year at quarterback and we'll see I mean Milton <coughs> Milton's getting coached up for sure but Hooker has just shown me a lot more I think than I even expected and so um 
you know, it, it's just a sign. It's a good sign for y'all. For sure. And then, and then that's not that to say like down the road, you got another chance against Georgia. Well, that's that. Okay. So that leads me to a comment I've been wanting to say. What's funny about all the hype surrounding this game, and there is a ton of it. Uh, your your younger generation is 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 finally getting a taste of what this. I, I, I almost don't even want to call it a rivalry, but what this rivalry actually is and what it means. Yeah, the, the history of it. it's a very streaky rivalry, but I mean it's it, it goes back a very long. I mean we're talking a hundred years at this point. So they're getting a taste of it. But what's funny about this, bro, is when it comes down to it, like this game doesn't actually mean a whole lot in the grand scheme right. because you can right. you, you guys can lose this game and still and you're still gonna win the West. All right. Yep. We can lose this game and maybe turn around and beat Georgia and win the East, yeah. which I don't think is gonna happen, but it's very possible. Actually, as in in this <laughs> current moment, and maybe it's just because it's Alabama week, I like our odds against Georgia better than I do. Uh, against you guys but we can i mean so in the grand scheme of things like playoffs are still an option right yeah, yeah. atlanta's oh, yeah. still an option after a loss but but, but that yeah. i think that shows you the 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 weight and the gravity of this robbery right right yeah oh it should it should like you don't want to lose this game kidding me right you don't want it to be you know 16 years of course you know i grew up in tennessee my dad's from Muscle Shoals, and we grew up Bama fans just because when you come out of the womb in a family of Alabama fans, you're an Alabama fan. Um, <laughs> you know, they they cut your hand after they circumcise you, and you're good to go. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it's actually I mean, what happened. Circumcision's actually, biblical. It is, yeah. I mean, that's it's in there. It's what happened. I mean, it's what happened. You know. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> um, so. It, I mean, it's a big deal. And growing up in Tennessee in, you know, in the 90s, oh, man, I ate it every year. I I'm mean, sure. every middle school, high school, 2001 was the only year of reprieve, really, until 05, which I was at that game, which was a lot of – actually not really fun. 63 was not fun, but oh, it was fun. Fumble through the end zone. Corey Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, but, Our fullback. Yeah, that, yeah, fullback. That was a good time. Um, but, you know – Obviously, for a lot of you know younger people, this game has not meant a whole lot the last fifteen years. But man, it is. I mean, there's there's hate, a lot of hate. Yeah, between the fans. I think that Saban is convinced of the rivalry, what it means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I don't actually take his words to the bank. I actually take his words with a grain of salt because he's just he's just not. He knows how to play the game. He's he's not just going to spill beans to the media. But you know what? He did say that this game means a lot to the older fan base, and it does. It does mean it a does. lot. I think your yeah. younger fan base is going to say, "No, Auburn <clears throat> is 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 the rivalry," and for Tennessee fans, the younger fans are going to say, "No, Florida is the rivalry." Well, traditionally, it's yeah. it's Alabama, it's, baby, Tennessee, Bama. One, one, Third one Saturday in October, man. I wish they'd go back to wearing homes, home and home. You know, so what? Mike and I actually had a conversation about that uh, earlier this week, and he said um, something about the colors not contrasting well. And <clears throat> I came back and said, you know, I actually think the colors contrast really well, uh, yeah. the, the darker versus the lighter. But yeah. I really don't want you guys wearing what you want to wear inside of our stadium. <laughs> I understand. That sounds, I understand. sounds petty, oh, uh, but I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> I love our red lights, man. I think they're sharp. I hear you. <clears throat> I hear you. Yeah. Well, 
we got we got to end the show at some point, and we got to do it with a score prediction. And yeah. I will allow you to give me two based on oh. Bryce Young and based on a Jalen Milrow. Okay, I'm gonna allow it. I mean, I'm a good guy. I appreciate that. I'm here for appreciate the people. Um, I'm gonna go. I think at the beginning of the year, or at our first podcast, I had it 38-28, I think is what I had. Okay. And I'm probably not going to be too far off from that. Um, if it's Bryce, I'm going to go, I think I'll go 34-24. If okay. it's Milrow, uh, if it's Milrow, 28-27. Dubs in both? Dubs in both, yeah. 28-27 if it's Milrow. <clears throat> Listen, yeah. I'm just telling you. I, I told you in the beginning, naked people and burnt couches. Yeah. But if it's Jalen Milrow and that game ends 28-27, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of naked people and there is a whole lot of burnt couches. Yeah. yeah. You, if you're in Knoxville and that happens, you need to get out fast because that's that's not going to be okay. You know what? There's a lot of people, a lot of people that I respect in the college football world. Josh Pate being probably my number one. Yeah. Predictiveness. And I really trust him as a resource. And it makes me want to say, yeah, we're going to do it. I don't know. Are we, though? I just don't. I am. Did he say? He picked us. He picked us. And he, he, he he picks us to win outright. And, um, I don't. I don't think he gave a final score. Yeah. Uh, just other than picking us out right, which I'm here for. And again, reliable source. If if there is a time, the time is now because yeah. it's, it's it's not gonna happen next year. I, I just don't like those odds. Of course, there's a lot that can happen between you know this year. Oh and next yeah. Year. I mean, so much. Yeah. You guys, you guys will be without Bryce, but we'll be without Hendon. There's gonna be okay. A whole other conversation. But anyway. If, if it's not this year, I'm really not sure when it is. And they were saying that about Florida, and I, and I, I couldn't have disagreed more. No, um, that's, we're, we're on no. very different trajectories. Uh, we're, we're, we're definitely on the rise. Burdick is out on Napier in Florida. It's just year one, so I'm not going not gonna to bring the, the, the anvil down on him yet. Uh, but as far as the, 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 the Tennessee-Bama game goes here, I just – until we do it – I just sure. don't think I can pick us. The atmosphere is going to be wild. Every all the things that we said, Hendon needs to play elite. You know, if it's Bryce this, if it's Jalen that, I'm going to go with a Bama victory, which just irks me because mm-hmm. I will be there. Sure. And I don't know if you know this, but my mother has spent a lot of money <laughs> in order for me to be going to this game. Yes, I said my mom. My mom bought my ticket. Happy birthday, oh. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I probably won't be getting any other kind of birthday or Christmas for the rest of my life, considering the cost you, of this ticket. You wouldn't want it, though. You'd rather have a dub. I'd rather have it. Uh, but I'm going to take a, an Alabama win here, and I'm going to say 34-27 Alabama. And I don't know that it matters if yeah. it's – now, I think the score changes, obviously <laughs> – so I'll go. I'll go thirty-four twenty-seven if it's if it's Bryce, and no, I'm, I'm gonna go higher. Actually, I'm gonna go forty-one thirty-five if it's Bryce, and I'm gonna go 
31. I'm gonna say a field goal's in there. 27. If it's okay. if it's if it's Jalen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I will, yeah, I think that's that's fine. I think that's good. I'm Who knows, right? Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Who knows? I think the things I'm gonna look for is I'm gonna look for the probably the first four drives, two two for each team, and uh, see what happens. That's gonna be critical. If Tennessee can spot seven, even spot fourteen, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we get we get behind. Hey, y'all may blow us out. You know, I don't know about if, that. If um, if you know we get out to a lead and we can just mm-hmm. run the clock and Hendon's throwing, it could be a long day. You know, it's it's almost like one of those games where I think it's going to be close, but it could be a blowout for either team too. Like it's not like out of the realm of possibility. Whereas we would have never said that you know, the last four or five years from your side. Crazier things have happened in this sport. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see the, the, the matchup, especially between Golding and, and Heupel and, and seeing, you know, what, if we disguise blitzes, combo coverages, try to confuse him. Um, you know, it's just going to be an interesting game of cat and mouse and adjustments, man. You know, Tennessee – was maybe some of the most pathetic second half adjustments for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, did you not learn anything from the first half for a long time? And that's not, that's different now. Like he make he, he's made a couple adjustments in that pit game. He made some good adjustments he did. that I saw um, even in the Florida game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the answer is not to make adjustments. And I think he's done a good job of discerning that as well. So yeah. you know, it's, it's, um, it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a game of adjustments, I think, because both teams are good enough to force them. You know, like LSU, Texas A&M's offenses didn't they're not forcing you to do anything that you're not comfortable with, that you're not, you know, prepared for. Right. Um but Tennessee has the ability to do that on offense. They do. Yeah. Um and I think we have the ability to do that on defense. So that's gonna be I think that's probably probably the matchup of the day is going to be the defense, our defense versus your offense more so than our offense versus your defense. I can agree to that. Too many, too many more variables there, I think. Yeah. I mean, if we, you know, if you score, if we keep you in the twenties on offense and I feel great. Yeah. You know, I feel great about it. Yeah. Um, We'll just have to see. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be exciting. At least I, at least I hope it's good. And I hope it's not a, another year of agony. I've got a cigar in my pocket, and uh, I do not need to. The, I do not need for this thing to expire. I don't even know if those things do expire. I have no idea how that works. Never smoked anything yeah. in my life, but I'm hoping that I start on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Yeah. Youth pastor coming in hot. Right. There you this go. Is what I do. There you go. Hey, I want to end. I want to by saying this one last remark. If we get some kind of turnover. Hmm. I think we're going to be taking a shot. Oh, 100%. Jimbo did it. Jimbo did it every single time. We had a turnover or turnover on downs, 60 yards. I mean, it was like it happened every. So, yes, if he doesn't, he's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, I I would. I mean, sudden change. Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's It's coming. It was was what Spurrier did best. Oh, yeah. So, Uh, run and shoot is pretty freaking awesome back then. I mean, well, it's just what he did. You got it. I know. Yeah. Well, they yeah, got yeah. a turnover. 
or even when he was yeah. at Duke. You go back. I mean, yeah. yes, yes, I have gone back and watched YouTube videos when he was at Duke. I've done this. Uh, Man, fresh off a turnover, uh, sling it. He did it when he was at Washington. Turnover. Yeah. On it deep. Uh-huh. That's what we're doing. Uh-huh. So, well, hey man, I appreciate you joining us. It was uh, anytime, brother. I say us, but it was anytime. just me. Looking forward yeah. to it. Hey, appreciate you guys out there listening. Thank you for spending your time with us. I know it was a little bit of a different uh, scenario this week with Mike being out and JP stepping in, but his plan was to step in anyway. And I do appreciate my guy being here, man. You and I will have to get together in real life real soon. We will. Let the we will. Kids. And I listen. I apologize for all the coughing. Once again, I have asthma, and I'm an Eagle Scout. And uh, roll tight, you know. I hear you. I hear you. Well, you guys make sure that you're going subscribing, following, hitting the uh, hitting all the buttons, like this video. If you love us, you'll press those buttons. So thank you so much for listening to Pandemonium Reigns. I'm Dan. That's my buddy JP. Love you guys. God bless and go balls. Roll tight. I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Reigns. <laughs>